with the local church today. We come to celebrate. We come to celebrate. Apparently someone doesn't want me to be preaching today. We come to celebrate the ascension of our Lord. He ascends to heaven, and we hear in our gospel reading, St. Matthew quotes for us, Men of Galilee, why are you standing looking at the sky? Imagine for yourself if you've walked with Jesus for the last three years. Now he's leaving us, and he's ascending to heaven. Would we not just stand in awe and wonder and amazement at how Jesus is ascending to heaven? Why is he going to heaven and the fact that he's going to heaven in great glory? We come to all of that recognizing and realizing there's more to it. Our eyes in our journey of faith becomes like the disciples today gazing at Jesus in awe and wonder. But we begin to forget and ponder and understand the significance of why he actually has to ascend to the Father. For us, we look at our faith in Jesus, our life in Jesus, as just this magic show, a magician performing in front of us all the lights, all the sounds, all the excitement, but we completely miss the purpose of why Jesus is here. If we look at his life, we're called to follow him. He goes out into the world for three years, healing the sick, casting demons, calling for repentance, drawing people to the flock, and being the voice to the voiceless, speaking to those who are hurt, who are sick, but we forget for ourselves that we too today are called to become the same, to do the same. But we catch ourselves standing at awe and wonder of the fact that, wow, there is a Jesus. Wow, he's done all these great things in my life. Wow, he can actually do that in my life? Today we hear in our gospel reading that it's not just a show that we're getting at from Jesus. It's not just this thing, he's just not this guru like Buddha that goes about around the world preaching all those good things and when his life is over, all that is left is his words and his teachings, nothing more. Jesus is not just another guru, he's not just another wisdom figure, He's not just this man who walked around this world sharing all these words of wisdom and nuggets. But today we find in our gospel reading, Jesus ascends to the Father to finish and fulfill his mission, to bring his work to completion. His work is not meant to just end here on earth, but his work continues all the way up to when he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And so for us, we come to this understanding as we come together to celebrate the ascension of our Lord, 
that our mission is a twofold mission. We are not people here in this world. We're not meant to be people of this world. But we are here in this world. Our eyes are always oriented to heaven, but our life and work here on earth is never done until we take our last breath and we begin, begin our journey towards heaven. So our mission does not just stand, extend and stop here at this moment, but we have to continue and to live out that mission every day and every moment with, of our lives with our eyes oriented towards heaven. So what is this mission we're called to do? This mission is a mission and of a transformation. We hear in our gospel reading, Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe the commandments. Our mission is to go. We have been commissioned by virtue of our baptism to go out into the world to make disciples of all nations. We're not going to look at the fact of how big and how daunting this task can be. But we hear in Vatican II that the church begins as the domestic church, the family. So let us look at the domestic church, the family, and see how we can go to all nations. How are we helping our sons and daughters, our husband and wives, become better disciples? How are we helping, challenging, and living out our life as disciples? I was talking about this with Candy outside the church before we began Mass. There's this cheesy line we have, when couples, when families pray together, they stay together. It sounds cheesy, and I was telling her, it sounded very cheesy when I first heard the line. But as you look at it, you reflect on it, and you see it in other people's families, you begin to see when families pray together, they stay together. They stay together because prayer becomes the bond that connects and draws them together. Prayer begins to be the center, the focus, the most important core of the family life. It begins to be the source that outpours into the life of the family, where they can be loving, compassionate, and joyful with each other. So how are we going out to the world making disciples of all nations? How are we living that out within our own family life? How are we making our sons, our daughters, our husbands and wives better disciples to fulfill the mission we have and to fulfill the mission that we have been entrusted by Jesus? We then hear the last part, to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The words that are used, that are important in the sacrament of baptism, in which a newborn child is welcomed and made a part of the family life and belongs to Jesus and his family. 
So it helps illustrate for us the importance and the significance of the sacramental life. Think of it this way. If we're called to make disciples of all nations and we're called to live that life out, specifically beginning with our family, look at it from our son's, our daughter's perspective. How does a 12-year-old live out the sacramental life within the church? How does that 12-year-old begin to experience and come to understand the mercy, the love, the compassion of God the Father that is given to them? How are they supposed to nourish their spiritual life and nourish their soul? How are they going to live out the example and find what it means to live out the Christian faith daily if it's not here at the church? If it's not leading them from the church and living out that sacramental life? Now put it even basically, how can a 12-year-old get themselves here to church. It's impossible to. For us to live out a sacramental life, we need each other. We need to work together to help each other. As parents, I know it's not easy. It's not fun to live out that sacramental life. It's not easy because there's so many other things in life that can replace this hour. Moms out there, you're probably worrying about dinner. Dads out there, you're probably worrying about the next sport you can be watching at home and where your next cold beer is coming from. Your kids have no desire to be here because it's boring. They could be at home playing video games and doing 50 other things. But you're here. You've challenged yourself, you've challenged each other and your family to live out that sacramental life. It's not easy, but you're fulfilling and coming to live out your mission. And the final words, to teach and to observe the commandments. To teach, to educate each other in the teachings of the church in educating each other in what the Lord is calling and what the Lord has spoken to us through Scripture. But that's not it. There's no period at that end of that sentence. But he continues on to say, and to observe the Ten Commandments. To observe means that it is a part of me, what I've learned, what I've come to comprehend, what I've come to experience from each other is now my decision, my working, and somehow I want to make it apparent, I want to make it visible, and I'm going to live that out every day. Jesus' teaching is not just a philosophy, it's not a way of thinking, but it's a lived out experience every day and every moment of our life. So today, as we celebrate the ascension of our Lord, we're reminded that our mission, our eyes are oriented towards heaven, that that is the end all be all, that is our destination here and our final destination. But yet we are still here on earth. We are still walking here on earth, and for that reason, we have been commissioned and given a mission 
by Jesus. Because as we fulfill our mission here on earth, the mission that Jesus left us, we too will join him in heaven. But it requires us to first go, to do something, baptizing all nations, going out and sharing that, living that out in our daily life, proclaiming that with, to our family, our friends, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, that we can't do this on our own. We need each other. We need the grace of the sacraments to continue to help us on our mission and then to teach and to observe the commandments. It's not just the philosophy. It's not just these great words that Jesus has left us, but he calls us to put it into action, to be lived out day by day, and to make it not just Jesus' words that he's given us, but words that we now live out every day and every moment of our life. Amen.